Hi, this is Peter Schwartz, public address announcer for the Cosmos, and you're listening to the First Team Podcast. Hello, Cosmos Country, and welcome back to another edition of First Team Podcast. I'm your host, John Frashante. There's no news to report on in Cosmos Country, which is sad because there's supporters, there's players, loyal players, that are sticking around and want to play for the Cosmos in 2020 in the National Independent Soccer Association. Players such as Buddy Bartage and Danny Satella. Like I said last week, they could have moved on to bigger and better clubs. Bigger as in they're playing, right? They're building a roster. I'm not saying that the Cosmos are not big, but we were a semi-pro team in the NPSL, and now we're trying to transform into a professional club. We understand what that takes, but we were underfunded. We didn't have an office staff. We didn't have a professional operations in the MPSL for our New York Cosmos. And that's why I think it's very important to understand that because fans are putting pressure on the club rightly on social media. People are saying, well, Eric Stover needs to do this or they need to announce the stadium or sign players or or maybe they should have a town hall with the fans. We have a question from James who is a contributor to firstteampod.com. He said on Twitter, the club has been too quiet for too long. Is it an implicit understanding with Eric Stover that past fans and even hardcore supporters aren't worth more actively engaging with during this NISA period? I think that's a very important question. I don't think the club doesn't value the fans. I think they do value the fans. But like I said earlier, we're going from being a semi-pro club, and yeah, we played in the NASL and we had this roller coaster of a ride from the reboot season. I think the fans are valued, but it's hard to, it's very hard to put that out there and say they are valued and John, give me evidence. And it's like, I don't know how I give you evidence when the club is not communicating with the fan base. So I guess you can sort of understand where I'm coming from on that part. Um, But for my communications with the club, but for my communications with the club, I think fans are being valued. It's just we're going through this tricky period. It's just we're going through this tricky period and we need to sort out the 2020 season. We need to sign players. We need to sign a coach. We need to secure a stadium before we can um, talk to fans and and answer their questions because we don't have answers to those questions. So the club is not undervaluing fans. I think they are valuing fans, but it's just they're not going to speak on the future of the club until they have those answers. I just think it's a work in progress and other fans don't like that we're arrogant or 
uh, we expect the best things for our club, even though we're in the NPSL. But they have to understand that we're building towards something much better, hopefully, in NISA. Um, because NISA, it comes across as this open league, and I really hope that it truly is that, an open league uh, that the Cosmos can build and be successful in. Let's move on to the final topic, which is on Johnny Infantino, the FIFA president. And um, he was talking, and he said that the United States is on the verge of becoming the soccer power of the world. So just let that sink in. The FIFA president said that the United States is on the verge of becoming the soccer power of the world. A country that doesn't have promotion relegation, a country that doesn't have an open system doesn't have a fully open system. We don't have ProRel. We don't have an open system. We have closed leagues. We have a handful of closed leagues that um, offer an expansion fee. Yeah, anyone can join their league, but how much money do you have to join that said league? Major League Soccer is a couple hundred million dollars, and that's starting at a couple hundred million dollars. I believe the USL expansion fee was $5 million, but is now $7 million according to my sources, and uh, NISA is a six-figure fee per year, so there's no expansion fees in NISA, and I think that's that's great PR, really, that's great PR, um, because it sounds great, right? It sounds like there's no expansion fees, and we might see MPSL clubs make the step up to NISA, but it's never going to happen. What MPSL club will have a six-figure bank account, for example, or have six figures set to the side, and they can easily spend that on a league every single year. Don't get me wrong, there are big clubs in the MPSL, and in the future there will be even bigger clubs in the MPSL. But I don't see the day, and I think U.S. soccer needs to move away from this, is that if a club has $100,000, if a club has $20,000, don't spend that on joining the MPSL. Spend that money on trying to um, do the best for your club. So maybe building a stadium or buying a piece of land and maybe uh, building a training field in your local market, right? So just using your money that your club generates to reinvest into your market, to reinvest in your community, to reinvest in your fans and in your players and in your stakeholders instead of paying another business, another league, 20 grand, $100 million or more, or $7 million in the USL. And don't get me wrong, there are great leagues out there um, that different ownership groups might want to join. But as a fan of lower division soccer, I don't think we can justify paying, let's just say, 20 grand to join the NPSL because there are state league teams that might have that money eventually, but they don't want to just blow it on a national summer league they might want to invest that in their market to professionalize their market and their club off the field they're not going to pay their players because they're still an amateur team and they still don't have greater revenue streams but if they did have that money they can start to invest and reinvest in their market and i think that's something that u.s soccer just doesn't think about we just think how much money do you have if you do have the right amount of money you can join major league soccer for two, three hundred million dollars, you have to build a soccer specific stadium, you need to get the top players, 
and you have to really invest in your club in Major League Soccer because you want it to be a success because there's a lot of money on the line. But why can't we do soccer the right way by building from the ground up instead of throwing all the money at it and hoping for the best in Major League Soccer? So that shocked me when I heard that that quote from Johnny Infantino. I think FIFA is just saying that, and the FIFA president is putting that out there, is because the United States is going to host the uh, FIFA World Cup in 2026. So again, it's all about PR. They don't want bad PR. They don't want quotes in the media, in the world media, saying, oh, the United States doesn't have promotion relegation, or the United States doesn't do this in their soccer landscape, or they don't pay players a living wage. So there's a lot of bad reports that can come out in the world media if they fully understood what was going on. And Johnny Infantino, he probably knows that. And he's not going to reveal that. He's not going to reveal the bad press and the bad media. He's going to talk great about FIFA and talk great about U.S. soccer and the United States and and the U.S. Soccer Federation and the U.S. Men's National Team by saying that the United States is on the verge of becoming the soccer power of the world. I would love to get your thoughts on what I had to say on this week's episode. I would like to thank everyone for tuning in. I know it's been a short episode, but there hasn't been that much going on in Cosmos Country. Next week, we will have a little bit more to report on. Hopefully, I will reconvene and uh, talk to my sources some more. Hopefully, by next week, I can have more information to report on in Cosmos Country. But like I said earlier, day by day, I believe... I don't know this for a fact, but I would like to believe that the Cosmos management are building a bright future for the New York City Originals. In 2020, I think we will have a successful season off the field because I think um, we will put everything behind this because we would finally have professional soccer back in New York City for our New York Cosmos. Instead of playing in a semi-pro league, and no offense to the MPSL, but... For the brand, for a club like the New York Cosmos, it's just not as exciting. And you really start to lose fans. And Rocco Camiso, he said that when they were going through the lawsuit, he was like, I'm I'm not going to fund, I'm not going to go through this. And I'm paraphrasing here, on a conference call, and he said, I'm not going to uh, be a part of a smaller league because the question was put to him um, during the NASL desanctioning. It was, uh, will you play against, like, local teams or uh, less teams than six teams, and he wasn't very fond of that. But over the past couple of seasons, the Cosmos have played uh, lower clubs and uh, smaller clubs, smaller budget clubs, and non-professional teams, which there's nothing wrong with that. The Cosmos can still have their B team in the NPSL, but I think over time, when you have your first team in the NPSL, I don't think it's worth it for the players, for the fans, for anyone. Because the Cosmos were fielding probably one of the top teams in the league. Sadly, we didn't uh, win silverware in the MPSL. Miami FC really cleaned up. Um, But there is brighter days ahead in U.S. soccer, hopefully, for independent soccer and for the boys in green. So send in your thoughts via email, firstteampod at gmail.com. You can... Send in your responses via Twitter and Facebook at First Team Pod. 
check out our website firstteampod.com and if you haven't seen or read our article which is on the future of the New York Cosmos we have some reporting from our sources but I would try to get an update for next week's episode so stay tuned here on First Team Podcast we are your one stop shop for everything New York Cosmos and U.S. Soccer we will have guests on First Team Podcast once we have more information and we have more to discuss on First Team Podcast. So thanks again for tuning in to First Team Podcast. I really do appreciate it. And as always, let's go New York Cosmos. Yeah, just want to give a shout out to the five points. Borough boys up in the Cosmos and the Cross Island yeah. crew. Uh, uh, yeah, it's New York street and white. What we believe you see in fight. Indeed, it seems to be achieving. See, we do and did it right. Cosmo country loving, we above them. I'm just saying. All those lovely somethings come and see it and I'm playing. The fact of it is, rap from tear attacks, hash and bliss. Reacts, tap, we win. So fast, racking them in. Whether it's stacking the wing, holding back the stand through the mid, cutting the seams. It seems we see anything to be. We got a ball and a dream. Got a ball and a dream. We do. I'm new, it's true. Fancy crew. Down for you, no doubt they do. Surrounding you with bad views. Like Cues allowed to you without the dudes. Around my crews, I'm tracking that's no excuse. Each session a lesson, it's not about perfection. The work's the test, and F's connected like a method. Not breathless after training, something's gotta be corrected. Rushing and acceleration at the start's the most suggested. Infected with greatness, potential is spacious. Out the world, just face it. The work becomes contagious. Some may say we made it, but now we've just begun. Sorry if you hate it, because I can tell you that I'm far from done.